0: Ha, <laughs> Old Radio Listening Society, a podcast dedicated to suspense, crime, and horror stories from the golden age of radio. I'm
1: Eric. I'm Tim. And I'm Joshua. We love mysterious old-time radio stories, but do they stand the test of time?
0: That's what we're here to find out. This week, we present another episode from our listener library, featuring suggestions from you, our mysterious listeners. Donal writes, hi guys, I really love your podcast. Thank you. Keep it up. I love the post-episode chat you do. I was wondering if you could do this episode from Suspense, as it's one of my favorites. On a Country Road, starring Cary Grant.
2: Radio's outstanding theater of thrills debuted on CBS in 1942 and ran for an amazing 20 years. Many old-time radio nerds consider the final episode of Suspense aired September 30th, 1962, the last gasp of radio's golden age. Known for its sophisticated scripts and high production values, Suspense attracted A-list Hollywood actors, often casting them against type. It was not unusual to hear performers like Gene Kelly or Danny Kaye, known for their charming screen personas, play criminals and killers. On a
1: Country Road was broadcast four times on Suspense, each version utilizing a different cast, including performances from Howard Duff, Ida Lupino, and Frank Lovejoy. In 1951, Suspense adapted the script for its television spinoff, featuring John Forsyth in the lead role.
0: On a Country Road is regarded as one of the classic tales of suspense and was written for suspense by Walter Bazaar. It's a great name for a suspense writer. But alas, I was unable to find anything, not one morsel of information about Walter, other than he wrote this.
1: But now let's listen to the original version, broadcast November 16, 1950, starring Cary Grant, Kathy Lewis, and Jeanette Nolan. It's
2: late at night and a chill has set in. You're alone, and the only light you see is coming from an antique radio. Listen to the sounds coming from the speaker. Listen to the music, and listen to the voices.
3: Autolite and its 96,000 dealers present Suspense. Tonight, Autolite brings you on a country road. A suspense play starring Mr. Cary Grant.
4: Relax, David. There's no hurry to get home.
5: Who can relax in this mess of traffic? There must be a wreck or something up ahead.
4: Mm. If this keeps up, we'll get caught in the rain.
5: Yeah, looks like a big storm building up, too. Hey, remember that shortcut? Which one? Well, oh, the little tarred road that goes across through Center marches and comes out on the other highway.
4: one we took last summer.
5: Yeah, I'll turn off there and duck this pile up. I'd like to get as far as possible before that storm hits. Oh,
4: why don't you pull out your hand? Don't get mad. Well,
5: he cut right in front of me, trying to turn into that gas station.
4: Maybe he needed gas.
5: Mm. Oh, turn on the radio, huh? Good Oh,
6: this afternoon issued like warnings neat. to all residents of Long Island to be on the Turn lookout up, for dear. Nellie uh, Goller, a middle-aged woman described as dangerous and insane. She escaped this morning from Rescue Mental Hospital after fatally butchering a doctor, a nurse, and a ward attendant with a meat cleaver. This is the same Nellie Goller who a year ago murdered three persons on a Brooklyn street. This station Oh, oh my mother-in-law. A full description <laughs> of our regular
5: newscast, which at least we aren't the only crazy home. people on Long Island. Why did you change
4: it? I don't want to listen anymore. Let's get home quickly, Davis. I don't like being out here with that woman running loose.
5: Uh-oh.
7: Here's the storm. Roll up the windows. In just a moment, Mr. Cary Grant in the first act of On a Country Road. Amazing, Wilcox, amazing. What's so amazing, Senator? Your victory in the election. Uh, My candidate's victory, Senator, the famous Autolite Stay Full Battery, the battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. Why, everybody voted for the Autolite Stay-Full battery. You had plenty in reserve, Wilcox. Reserve? Why, the Autolite Stay-Full battery has over three times the liquid reserve of batteries without Stay-Full features. Didn't you campaign with fiberglass retaining mats? Sure did, Senator, because every positive plate of the Autolite Stay-Full battery is protected with a fiberglass retaining mat to prevent shedding and flaking and keep the power-producing materials in place. Why, your candidate is in for life, Wilcox. A longer life, Senator, because the Autolite Stay-Full battery gives 70% longer life as proved by tests conducted according to SAE minimum life cycle standards. So, friends, get acquainted with the Autolite Stay-Full battery, the battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. See your neighborhood Autolite battery dealer now. And remember, you're always right with Autolite. And now, with On a Country Road and the performance of Mr. Cary
3: Grant, Autolite hopes once again to keep you in Suspense.
4: They put her to sleep instead of just locking her up where she can escape and kill more people.
5: Hmm? Put who to sleep?
4: That woman they were talking about on the radio.
5: Oh, she can't help what she does. She's sick. Mm.
4: What good does that do the people who get chopped up with a meat cleaver?
5: I don't know. The laws were made before the doctors knew very much about the human mind.
4: Oh, I still don't know much. Hmm.
5: Oh, I can see what it is. There's a roadblock up ahead.
4: What's happened?
5: I don't know. Cops all over the road.
4: David, I'll bet they're looking for that crazy woman.
5: Oh, I guess so. Now, hold in a minute. What's up, officer? Uh, just a checkup, folks. Uh, anything in the back seat? Only the blanket and the lunchbox.
3: We went on a picnic. Yes, ma'am. Seen any hitchhikers? No, just traffic. Okay, move right along, please.
4: Are you looking for the crazy woman? Moving along, let's go. Yeah, ma'am. He's busy. How are you doing? Listen. All residents and motorists
6: on Long Island are warned to be on the alert for the escaped insane woman who is somewhere on the island. She is described as tall, broad-shouldered, gray-haired, and rather heavy. She may still be armed with the cleaver. One hundred men are searching the area, and they're prepared to shoot on sight. Here is another bulletin on the case which just came in. Just a few minutes ago, the decapitated bodies of an elderly man and woman were found oh, by a police near center they marches. We haven't found her yet. Hour, this will
7: get us out of that traffic.
6: Bodies of an elderly couple have just been found in their car near Center Morages on a lonely, tarred road. Police are certain they were killed by Nellie Goller, the insane woman now at large. Residents of the area are warned not to open their doors to strangers. Motorists are cautioned to stay off lonely roads and not to pick up any hitchhikers. All persons are asked to be on the lookout for this woman. Oh, Here is her description again. They haven't again.
5: caught her well, yet. Better hair, turn that off, darling. Right. I thought, thought you wanted arms. to hear it. Oh, that's She's enough it. to be armed right. with the meat, please. This shortcut will save us a lot of time. You turned off the highway. Sure, I told you when I did it. We've come over a mile already. Save us a lot of time.
4: But, David, didn't you hear what the radio said about staying off lonely roads?
5: Oh, we only have to go across the other highway. It won't take long. You sure? Of course. We go past Center Marches, then take the left road and come out right by the highway bridge.
4: Center Marches is where she just killed those two people.
5: Oh, no, no, no. What can happen to us while we're driving? Hmm. Besides, the whole island is full of men looking for this lunatic. They'll catch
4: him. It's just but
5: Sean. Come on, quiet down. You're jumping.
4: I guess I'm silly. David. What? Gas gauge says empty. <laughs>
5: There's still a couple of gallons left when it points to empty.
4: How long has it said empty?
5: Don't know. Uh, I'll get gas when we get across to the other highway.
4: David, I'm scared.
5: Relax, honey. Rain and wind always make you nervous as a cat. I wish
4: we'd stayed on the highway.
5: Well, knowing you'd act like this, I would've. Well,
4: it's not my fault. It's not
5: mine either. I'm having trouble enough just trying to see through this storm. David. Let's not fight. Driving through these burned-out woods in this kind of weather is enough to give anyone the willies.
4: Oh, goodness, it got dark so fast. I can hardly see ahead, even in the headlights.
5: Uh, There's something ahead. Don't
4: stop, David. It's only a sign. David, the crazy woman could be around here.
5: I'm not picking up anyone. I just want to know where I am.
4: Don't get out of the car.
5: I'm not. Calm down. Let's see. Santa marches monitors that way. We'll take this road.
4: Send her marches. This must be the road where she killed those people.
5: Dorothy, please.
4: Dorothy. Oh, jumpy. Turn on the radio. This is a desolate place. We haven't even passed a house yet. Miles of woods on both sides oh, of it. It's
5: so dark we couldn't have seen one if it were there. This rain seems to be getting worse.
4: David, I'm just sure this is the road where that woman killed those two people. Oh, now stop that, Doc. That's why the police had a roadblock
5: by this road. That crazy woman might be any place in these woods. But not necessarily where we are. <laughs> David, what's the matter? Oh, that's fine. What a place to run out of gas.
4: Oh, no. David, you mean we're stuck here?
5: I'm afraid so, for the time being anyway. I'm sorry, dear. That crazy woman is in the woods. She'll kill us. She's nowhere near us.
4: David, quick. Turn off your headlights.
5: Why? Did you hear something? David, I don't know. I don't know but I'm scared. No. I she I should have got gas. Oh, turn off
4: the headlights, please. Why? She'll see us if you don't.
5: We won't see her if I do.
4: Please, David, turn them off.
5: Oh, now listen, Dorothy. Don't let this silly thing get the better of you. Oh,
4: Oh, just look at the headlights. Poking into darkness of nothing but wet bushes and trees. Rain falling. Please, David.
5: Oh, all right. There, now they're off. Feel better sitting in the dark?
4: (sighs) Only the thunder and lightning would stop. And this rain.
5: Look, Dorothy, there's no sense sitting here all night. It's only a few minutes past 10 o'clock. I'm going to walk up the road a bit. There might be a house or something. You're not
4: going to leave me here. I won't let you go.
5: Dorothy, we can't sit here in the middle of nowhere for the rest of the
4: night. We're safer here than out there. David, she's probably hiding in the woods. She's just waiting for a chance to kill
5: us. Oh, come on, Dorothy. Why should she be right where we run out of gas? Why now? can't she be
4: here? Please stay in the car.
5: All right.
4: Lock the doors from the inside.
5: Why? What is it? No, she can't get in here. She's nowhere near oh, us. Oh, don't
4: be mad at me, David.
5: I'm so scared. Well, if she's out there, she can easily smash the window. Oh,
4: don't scare me anymore. I know I'm acting silly. I can't
5: help it. I know. Come. Let me put my arm around you. There. Oh, no,
4: David. Okay.
5: Put your head on my shoulder.
4: <laughs> Forgive me, David.
5: Well, go ahead and cry. <laughs> go on. It'll make you feel better.
4: Isn't there some popular music?
6: An hour's search for the escaped insane woman who has killed five persons in fleeing from a Long Island mental hospital. Rain and darkness are hampering the search. Over 100 police are combing the wooded area near Center Morridges. It was near there that an elderly couple were butchered on a lonely, tarred road. In making her escape this morning, the mad woman killed a doctor,
5: nurse, and... Let's leave it out for a while, huh?
4: So quiet and lonely here. Wish it were morning.
5: Look, darling, I'll run up the road. There might be a... No,
4: eyes. no, David, please.
5: Listen. Did you hear that? Why? I don't hear anything. Listen. There it is. No, I can't... It's a dog. A little dog barking.
4: David. Well, oh.
5: I guess it's only a lost dog or maybe there's a house nearby. Or oh, the crazy woman.
4: Oh, David! She's out there. Something hit the back of the car. It's her.
5: Is the door locked on your side? Yes.
4: yes. Well, what, what if she breaks the windows? She's got a cleaver. In that flash of lightning. I saw somebody. Is it the crazy woman? I
5: can't tell. She's lying on the road.
4: Can you see her? Is she still there?
5: too dark to see. have to wait for the lightning.
3: I saw her.
4: She's getting up now. She'll kill us. She'll kill us. No, please. What is she doing? I don't know.
5: She must have been running. She didn't see the car and ran right into it.
4: She's at the window. Right next to you.
5: Oh, my Lord. Look at her. Get away from that window. David, she's trying to get in the car. Look at that face. And her hair. Go away.
4: Let me in. I'm not crazy. The crazy woman is after me. David, don't let her in.
5: Let me in. i scare
7: her. David. Go away. Go away. We've got a gun. We'll shoot.
4: It worked. She's staring at us. I'm warning you. I'll shoot. David, she's coming back. Please, don't leave me out here. Please. That woman will kill me. Please. David, take your pipe. Hold it like a gun. It'll look like a gun.
5: Where is it? it? In the club compartment.
4: Here, here it is. Look!
5: I've got a gun. I'm gonna shoot. She's backing away. Keep going before I start shooting.
4: She's gone. She disappeared. Yeah.
5: We can't get out now. All we can do is sit here all night and wait for help.
4: Can you see her? Where did she go?
5: I don't know. She's out there, though. Probably be planning on how to get in this car.
4: David, what are we going to do? She's the one I know.
5: But she didn't have a cleaver. She must have dropped it when she ran into the car
4: face is all twisted hair hanging down.
5: And she's back there looking for the cleaver now. She'll
4: kill him. She'll kill him. Dorothy, stop it. She'll kill him. David! David!
3: is bringing you Mr. Cary Grant with Kathy Lewis and Jeanette Nolan in On a Country Road. Tonight's production in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense.
7: Wilcox, what was your platform? Why, the Autolite Stay-Full battery, the battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. Go on, Wilcox. Well, we pointed out that the Autolite Stay-Full has over three times the liquid reserve of batteries without Stay-Full features. Amazing. Ah, but that's not all, Senator, because we pointed out, too, that the Autolite Stay-Full gives longer life. Seventy percent longer life, in fact. As proved by tests conducted according to SAE minimum life cycle standards. (laughs) Then there's fiberglass retaining mats protecting every positive plate to prevent shedding and flaking and to give the auto lights stay full scintillating superiority. How is your plurality, Wilcox? Sensational, Senator. We got all but one vote. Why, that's positively preposterous. Sure is, Senator, because everybody's heard of the Autolite Stay Full Battery, the battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. So see your neighborhood Autolite battery dealer. And remember, you're always right with Autolite.
3: And now, Autolite brings back to our Hollywood soundstage Mr. Cary Grant in Elliot Lewis's production of On a Country Road, a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense.
4: The window.
5: Get away from there. Stay out of the car. I'm
4: coming in. I can't stand it. Stay out out of the car.
5: I warn you. I've got a gun.
4: You wouldn't shoot me. Go away. You're crazy. We know all about you. I'm not the crazy woman. Believe me. Let me in. Don't do it, David. She's trying to trick us. Listen to me, please. I've been running in this awful storm. My car is stuck in the ditch back there.
5: How far back?
4: I don't know. It seems like miles. I heard about the crazy woman on the radio. I was afraid to stay in the car alone. Let me in. No,
5: David. Go back to your own car. No.
4: It's so dark and so lonely and this storm. I locked the doors, but I was afraid I could see things and hear things in the darkness. I couldn't stand it anymore. I got out and I ran. It's the rain. That's why I look like this. I'm not the crazy woman. Dorothy.
5: Dorothy. Maybe she isn't a crazy woman. Maybe she's just scared and exhausted.
4: Let me in, please. Let me in. No, David, no. She's the one I know. This crazy woman had a cleaver. I'm not armed.
5: The three of us will be safer together. No, she makes sense to me, Dorothy. We would be safer with one more person. Oh,
4: David, I don't know. Let me in, please. I'm wet to the
5: skin. I'm going to unlock the door, Dorothy. David. Oh. All right. Now, get in, and make one move, and I'll shoot
4: you. Oh, gee. Oh, goodness. Sit down. Oh.
5: All right, right. Now, there's a blanket on the floor back there. Try and dry yourself off with it. Oh,
4: the darkness, the rain. There's enough to drive me out of my m- mind.
5: Well, just take it easy, lady.
4: I ran and ran. All I could hear was feet chasing after me, hunting me.
5: Do you live near here?
4: Farther out near rescue. I used to live in Brooklyn Rescue is the mental hospital I know I'm used to the crazy people but not a night in a lonely place like this not the kind who kill people
5: you uh you live at rescue?
4: no just near there David we can't sit here not knowing if we could get to a phone a phone? why? to call the police Get some help. No! Don't do that. Why
5: not? Why don't you want the police?
4: Oh, I, I do. But you'd be killed. What do you mean? The woman. She'll kill him if he goes away from this car. Oh!
5: There's that dog. You hear it?
4: Somebody's out there.
5: Well, there must be a house up ahead. Maybe it's barking to be let in. No.
4: It senses somebody. There's somebody out there. The crazy woman's creeping around out there. Quick! Let's get away. Look out, David. Let go of me. Uh,
5: what are you trying to do?
4: Start the car, quick. We'll get away.
5: We're out of gas.
4: Out, out of gas.
5: You don't think we parked here for the fun of it, do you?
4: Oh. Such a desolate place to run out of gas.
5: Stop barking. What does it mean?
4: You can't just sit here. We've got to get away! Oh,
5: I'm not a magician, lady. I can't make gasoline out of rain. Oh, you
4: can't stay here the whole night. You hear me? Let go of me. (laughs) There's
5: nothing I can do.
4: Try something, anything. Don't just sit there. She's scaring me, David. Stop her. Cut it
5: out. Cut it out. You'll have us all in hysterics. All right.
4: All right, I'm sorry. Look, I got an idea. Give me your gun.
5: What for? What
4: for? I'll... I want it. Give it to me, David. Listen to me. I'm all right, but I can't sit here all night. I go crazy. Give me the gun. I'll go. I won't be afraid of the dark, the noises of feet following me. I'll go. I promise you. But give me the gun. No, now sit down. Please. I'll go. I promise. I can't stand sitting in the dark like this. Can't you stop her, David? I told you to shut up. (laughs) If you don't, you'll have to get out of the car. Not into the woods again. Oh, you're nice people, aren't you? (laughs) Or do you want me to leave so you can shoot me? Is that it? We're not going to shoot you. We don't have a gun. It's only a pipe. A, A pipe? A smoking pipe? I'm sorry. Then... Then you're unarmed.
5: Sorry,
4: yes, my Why did you tell me you had a gun
5: what difference would it make to you whether I'm armed or not
4: I don't know you Maybe you two are more dangerous than the crazy woman. I'll tell you what I think I think you're the crazy woman the way you grabbed David when you wanted him to start the car.
5: No, I stop it. Don't excite her.
4: Don't excite me Why do you think I'm dangerous? An old woman you took into your car, two of you, and you're afraid of me?
5: I'm not afraid of you. Now, sit back in the seat and don't try anything.
4: David, the storm is stopping. Maybe now is the time. The time for what? What are you going to do? You two are up to something. Oh, shut up!
5: My wife meant now is the time to go for help. I,
4: I did not. I meant now is the time for us to escape. David, can't you see it? She's the one. She'll kill us. You little... Oh,
5: stop it. Sit back in that seat. You haven't got a gun. No, but I've got a knife. David! It's my jackknife, but it's sharp and strong, so don't try any tricks.
4: All right. Threaten me. Watch me while that woman is out there. All you can do is sit and wait for her to make the next move. David, she can kill us like that old man and woman. must have been on this same road. They were in their car, too. They must have let her in. We'll leave, then. The three of us will walk. We'll, we'll stay close together. We'll be quiet. Anyone hiding in the woods won't hear us. Don't
5: get out of the car, oh, David. Oh, how will we find our way? It's too dark.
4: We'll find our way.
5: Look out there. The road's full of shadows.
4: Get her out of the car, David. She wants to kill us. Kill you. Well, look,
5: if you want to go, why don't you leave? We're going to stay here until some help comes.
4: Oh, I'd be helpless, alone. If I had a gun or something... You're nice. Oh, why doesn't somebody come? Where are the police? I can't stand this. Nobody'll <laughs> come. There's no one in these woods. They're burned out and deserted.
5: Dorothy,
4: Dorothy. Come on, please. It was your idea to use this road. He wouldn't listen to me and stop for gas. I
5: couldn't help it. I got lost.
4: Oh, Why don't you do something? Not just. You're waiting, waiting. Do something before we're murdered. Are you so helpless?
5: All right. I am gonna do something. I'll go for help. That's it. Get help. David.
4: In her hand. I saw it in the moonlight. It glittered. What is it? Your wife is hysterical. She, she was holding it. A long piece of broken glass, long and pointed. She doesn't answer She's just watching us What is she waiting for?
5: It's from the broken window That's where she got it
4: So what if I have it? I'm not going to sit here defenseless She's going to attack us Don't be silly It was all right for you to have a knife Why can't I be armed for whatever may come?
5: Give me that broken glass
4: Give it to you? You think I'm crazy? You couldn't protect us from anything. Oh. David, what are you doing? Why are you climbing over the seat?
5: I what are you I is... warn you? I'm through letting my wife be terrified. Give me that glass. Stay away from me. That's the car you are going to butcher my wife. With that broken glass. No! No! David! Ah,
4: God. David! I give me that glass! I... You're crazy! Let me alone! Hold her, David! Hold her! Don't let her free. Strong, well, I got my arm. You kill me. Drop that glass. You both gone crazy. You're trying to kill me. Like you were going to murder us? No, I wasn't. Don't let her get free. I
5: can't hold her. She's strong.
4: If you have a knife, then I will have glass. David, David, hold it.
5: Much longer. David, I'm not
4: crazy. Please, believe me. he has got my throat. Joking ah. me. You're nice. David, you're nice. Uh. David. Ah. David. Oh. David, you... You killed her. David, uh, you killed her. I couldn't help it. I couldn't... Oh, you're covered with blood.
5: She was going to kill us.
4: Oh... Here's
5: some lights. The car is coming. Help's coming.
3: Hey there, you in the car. Why are you parked here? It's
4: the police. At last.
3: We ran out of gas. The crazy one. What a night to run out of gas. You couldn't have picked a better spot. What with that woman running around loose?
4: Officer... We want to tell you...
3: A farmer up the road called her, said his dog's been barking at something. We caught her. Uh, Who'd you catch?
5: The crazy woman. She's in the back seat, dead.
3: What? No. No, she's alive. Hurt bad, though.
5: Uh, She was trying to kill us.
3: Well, we'll get her to a hospital. You two had better come with me. We captured that crazy woman a half hour ago. I don't know who this lady is. Suspense. Presented by Autolite. Tonight's star, Mr. Cary Grant.
7: Cart, well, did your candidate's entire ticket get into office? Yes, sir, Senator. Along with the Autolite Stay Full battery, the voters elected all of the 400 products made by Autolite for cars, trucks, planes, and boats in 28 plants coast to coast. These include complete electrical systems used as original factory equipment on many leading makes of America's finest cars. Generators, coils, distributors, voltage regulators, electric windshield wipers, wire and cable, starting motors, all engineered to fit together perfectly, work together perfectly, because they're a perfect team. So, friends, don't accept electrical parts supposed to be as good. Ask for and insist on Autolite original factory parts at your neighborhood service station, car dealer, garage, or repair shop. Remember, you're always right with Autolite.
3: Next week on Suspense, for your Thanksgiving holiday listening, Mr. Ozzie Nelson and Miss Harriet Hilliard as stars of Going, Going Gone. And in the weeks to come, you will hear such famous stars as Van Heflin, Alan Ladd, and Cornell Wilde, all appearing in tales well-calculated to keep you in... Suspense.
7: Suspense is produced and directed by Elliot Lewis, with music composed by Lucian Morawack and conducted by Ludd Bluskin. On a Country Road was written for suspense by Walter Bazaar. And remember, next
3: week on Suspense, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard in Going, Going Gone.
0: That was... On a country road from suspense here on the Mysterious Old Radio Listening Society podcast. Once again, I'm Aaron. I'm Tim. And I'm Joshua. And that is another from our Listener Library series as we delve into that vault of requests. And that comes to us from a Donal. Did I get that right?
2: I emailed him to ask how to pronounce Donal. it. Donal.
0: That's the closest we can get. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, don- it's Oh, oh, nice. I don't know why I said nice. Nice, you're Irish. Good for you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, but one of the reasons, uh, to be honest, that it was picked is it has Cary Grant. And I'm not going to pass up an opportunity to... Uh, rip on Cary Grant. <laughs> hate Cary Grant. God, I hate Cary Grant. No, I uh, am a huge uh. fan of Cary Grant. Let's just rip the Band-Aid off of this and get it out of the way at the top. Definitely top five... Best old-time radio shows I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) I'm going to tell you why over the next 20 minutes. I
2: think it is a classic of suspense, for sure.
0: I think it helps that the acting was Phenomenal. No um, argument there. And Cary Grant kills this. And I'm sorry, who is the... Is Jeanette, uh, Jeanette Nolan. No. Oh, Kathy
2: Lewis oh, Kathy is Lewis. Uh, playing his uh, wife, Dorothy. That's right, Kathy Lewis. Jeanette She's... Nolan is fantastic as Nellie, though, too. The, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, she or, well, we don't know. She's not Nellie. The woman who they think is the
0: deranged killer. What really sells this for me is, first of all, this is every trope in the world. You have the thunderstorm... And you have running out a gas on an old road with a crazy person in the woods with a meat cleaver of all things. Yes. It borders on ridiculous and insipid. Yeah, you could it, easily just put Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny in that right. and it would be hilarious. It, it's, it's on a dark, stormy night. Snoopy could have wrote this, mm-hmm. right? But here it is, all of those tropes, and you're thinking, I'm terrified. And no. the way it's done is this way. They pulled all the music out of it. There are moments, a lot of them, that you are in the car with them and you can hear nothing but the rain and they're just quiet. And it's just that. And they're just, you can hear them and see them sitting there looking out the window with squinted eyes trying to make a form out of any shape in the darkness. And someone would say something to break that silence and you would jump, you know, like, oh my God.
2: For a story that starts them stuck in traffic, it just takes off, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? I mean, in the first two minutes, pretty much everything you need to know about what's going to happen is established. They even foreshadow running out of gas because uh, David gets mad because someone cuts him off in traffic cutting into a gas station. So I think that's a great bit of, irony he's yelling at this guy and uh dorothy says well maybe he needed gas and i think that's <laughs> great right, right. I, I mean so structurally it's really nice
0: and Cary grant by the way and this is not a rip but Cary grant is just Cary grant i don't think there is a lot of range to him as an actor but what he does is brilliant you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like
2: yeah he doesn't disappear into the role yeah.
0: no no But he's, he's Cary he grant has this man. weird
2: quality where he's both ...hugely distinctive, yet he still manages to feel like an everyman.
0: Yeah, well, uh, North by Northwest... Yeah. It's it's funny that's the role you go to because I always think of Arsenic and Old Lace. God, I love that movie, though, too. Arsenic and Old Lace is another great example. But North by Northwest and Arsenic and Old Lace are both that average man thrown into unaverage situations. (laughs) That's not the right word, but in North by Northwest, for example... Pulls his bootstraps up and becomes this very strong, confident man of action. In an arsenic on lace, he does that in a comedic way, where he decides he's going to save them. And I think there's that in this as well. His adamancy that they're fine, but then he loses it. That mm-hmm. he's in control and oh, stop it! Would you just stop the crying? And we're gonna be fine. And oh my God, stop! Okay, you know what I just saw in the lightning? (laughs) (laughs) And that is a
2: genius scene. And it somehow works in radio. It's a totally visual thing of the lightning flashes, but it. The thunder
0: tells us we're seeing something. Yeah. Oh, my God. The fact that we can see all of that is brilliant. For um, and there are probably. a lot of
2: great exchanges. I love the scene early on when Dorothy's getting a little hysterical and she's saying, turn off the headlights, please turn off the headlights. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. arguing. Why? Yeah, why? And she says, she'll see us if you don't. And he says, we won't see her if I do. And so I think it's just this great exchange. Like, you guys are totally screwed. You're both right. You're damned <laughs> if you do. Yeah, You're right, damned if right. you don't.
1: All the all the things you're describing, I I loved about it. It's executed so well. I did have the misgiving, though, of, at a certain point, getting to the story where, for as heightened as the tension is, as solid the performances are, and the dialogue is all so crisp, it's just, is she the crazy
2: one or is she not? That's where it falls apart a little, even though the performances are fantastic in that second half. Jeanette Nolan is that hysterical crazy woman and making you constantly mm-hmm. second guess. She's yeah. playing a performance where she could be and she couldn't. Yeah. But when it comes down to just that, you know the only possible twist ending there is, is that she isn't. Yeah, I
0: mean, pretty much, yeah.
2: Yeah. It, it suffers yeah. from a predictable ending with a structure that is relying on it, not feeling predictable.
0: I know suspense has the twist that we're waiting for, but I think that very simple, is she the killer, isn't she, is terrifying. I mean, it's, the,
1: it's the advantage and the disadvantage of it is so simple mm-hmm. you, can you can relate you can... to it. Yeah, and you can write it with absolute clarity. But it's also then so simple that you can write it with this absolute clarity. But it's also then so simple that it doesn't engage you as much. It doesn't Mm -hmm. challenge you.
0: I, I see what you're saying, but I was engaged from the idea of how are they going to work through this. I will say that my misgiving with it is completely different. My problem was, and a small problem, it could have been written better where she was more adamant that she wasn't the killer. I think she was she, Oh right, she, she didn't
1: understand the danger she's putting herself in but right. like,
0: I'm screaming
1: at you I'm not no, crazy. No, no, no,
0: <laughs> Like when she, she has the glass in her hand and mm-hmm. she says, she's not even saying anything. No, no, look I, you know, if she would have just, been, please don't you know, I think that anybody in that situation might have acted a little bit different if they weren't the killer She killed herself by acting so weird.
2: That, uh, but I think that's the brilliance of the performance is that you, yeah. we, we now have been in this situation with the couple in the car. We know how scary it is. Now imagine that you were running around in the dark Mm -hmm. and now you're in a car with people who want to throw you out. Mm -hmm. I felt like the performance just walked that really fine line Mm -hmm. and was really pretty impressive. If they wanted to twist either way, you could have believed it based on the performance. And I think that's what the actress was going for and the script was. Mm -hmm. However, I do feel like for suspense, you kind of know as soon as he attacks her, that's the point at which you know he's gonna be wrong. He's justified in that moment, but he's mm-hmm. gonna be wrong. When uh his wife says you killed her. That's a horrific moment. And mm-hmm. I was still on board for it, even though I saw it coming because the consequences were right. greater than what I anticipated they would be for mm-hmm. believing she was the killer when she wasn't. And so my main fault with it is the again. I just feel like this has been on repeat for the last couple episodes, so I feel like a miser here. But it's those last couple seconds. I think it's the cop coming in mm. and telling us that she's okay. I feel like it lets us out too much. And because I identify with the couple in a sort of every person way, but I don't like them. I don't think we know them enough as a listener to be, like, relieved because they didn't kill the woman. I'm more engaged on an intellectual level of the mm-hmm. story, and I think the the consequences would be greater if she actually died.
0: Right, yeah. and sadder and more horrific. Uh, there's another, from a production standpoint, level of something that brings even more intensity to this, and that is the radio station. Not the announcer, the classical music <laughs> that is... In direct contrast a lot of it to the action that's happening Mm -hmm. and creating a soundtrack that does not match. It's not happy and it's not sad. It's just Mm -hmm. classical music. Mm -hmm. And it creates a layer on top of this of surrealness Yeah, because we're so used to the right music playing all the time in our movies and our television shows and in old time rated that that's the right. And you find the right music for that. The wrong music was playing for the scene, which, gave me great attention. Do you yeah. know what I mean?
2: Yeah. All the sound is so great. Yeah. When the dog starts barking in the background, that's always a scary thing, because you know... The dog oh, the in dog, the distance. The dog yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. The dog, yeah, dog knows. knows. Dogs know everything, right? There's that right? thud when the woman hits the car. Yeah, like her just... head
0: was made of a bowling ball. Oh.
2: I do have to wonder, though, how she got a meat cleaver at the mental hospital. Because <laughs> the newscaster specifically says she... Didn't get the meat cleaver upon escape. She, at the mental hospital, butchered her doctor and nurse with a meat cleaver. I guess someone has to make the meat at the mental hospital. Uh, But but meat cleaver seems like something you just keep out of the violent ward. Somebody
0: snuck it in a cake.
2: (laughs) The meat cleaver (laughs) cake.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing about the meat cleaver that I wrote. There's nothing more crazy, brutal, than killing someone with a meat cleaver. I think there's something that is disconnected from killing someone with a gun. There's mm-hmm. something that's less, I, I don't want to say this, uh, how it's going to sound, but there's something that's less horrific from a distance. Oh, yeah. I think and you shoot them from far away, legitimate. and you can feel disconnected from that. To walk up to someone and take a meat cleaver into their flesh. Eight inches of metal. Yeah. yeah, And it's worse mm-hmm. than stabbing because you got to do the swinging motion. And they tell us, She's decapitating them.
2: Yeah, they find the decapitated yeah, bodies so not of the elderly that, man and woman.
0: If you're evil and you want to show the world you're evil, go for the meat cleaver, man. That's... <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I think they wanted to build this up, so that couple was at a fevered pitch of hysteria. Mm-hmm. And you need to have that kind of evil out there mm-hmm. that there's no negotiating with. It's just meat cleaver time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a, another moment. Did you find yourself yelling at Dorothy when she said we don't have a gun (laughs) no and you and Carrie both at the same time yell at her (laughs) because at that point we're not 100 percent sure Mm -hmm. yeah at that point to be honest with you I was really hoping she was the killer like that would be the twist so to speak like Mm -hmm. that she had put on this fantastic act to get into the car (laughs)
2: <laughs> For a while, you think that, yeah it's when they start fighting David and the woman in the car that I feel like then you know I mean in some ways it 's when she finds out it 's not a gun and doesn 't just kill them I guess yeah, you're right. no, at that you're point right. if you 're going to kill them, why wait, But they do suggest at some point, oh, she must have dropped her meat cleaver there There is that suggestion uh, that she 's not armed, and that 's where when the glass shard shows up, and as soon as they realize she is armed, that 's what moves David to attack her um I'll, I guess it is dark in the car. At first, it was like a pipe it is. as a gun. Well, He's he smoking his gun pipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be scared of that? Very alarming to people. Outside of Bing Crosby's children. <laughs> oh, don't
0: start. Uh, made up. All right, so um, my favorite Cary Grant moment. I'm not a magician lady. I can't make gasoline out of rain. I wish I could do a Cary Grant impression, because that line is written for Cary Grant. I just really enjoyed the tension of it, the simplicity of it. It's just a car out of gas and a killer out there, and someone gets in the car with them. And I think they took something simple and made it fantastic. And gosh, suspense, right? you got to get to the point in our 80-something episode of this, and the 3,000th old-time radio show I've listened to, you just got to get to a point eventually, and I'm getting there, that you just say, you know what? Suspense was the best ever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It got pretty
2: rickety toward it, Sam. We never listened to the ones where they got down to they were just recycling old scripts from The Mysterious Traveler and the sealed book, and it had nowhere near the production values it has. Mm -hmm. I avoid them because
0: it's kind of sad. It's like, you know. (laughs) Old suspense, (laughs) just used to nap all day. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's vote. Joshua?
2: I have to say it's a classic. I have my qualms with it, but I think it's personal taste. It is insanely well executed. It takes the simplest idea. Well, there there are like two different types of suspense stories. The ones where the suspense all comes from the scenario. And this is one of those just expertly Mm scenario-driven suspense stories as opposed to... uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Well, Like the yellow wallpaper that we've listened to is all character suspense Mm -hmm. mission completed which uh, we will bring one day with jimmy stewart is a great one and it's all psychological and while there are psychological elements this is just all about the scenario and you just put yourself in that scenario Mm -hmm. you're not identifying with characters necessarily it's not my favorite type of suspense story but it's still brilliant so i'm gonna not be stingy and call it a classic oh boy I will
1: refrain from calling a class, but it is just in that context of because uh, suspense sets such a high bar Mm -hmm. um, that, yeah, this episode is expertly performed, expertly produced. It's just amazing. But not amazing enough. (laughs) No, but (laughs) one of my favorite things about old radio is is the stories and uh, this story has things about it the sort of black and white binary nature of the the central question distance me a little bit so I'll say stands the test of time absolutely not a classic
0: I will say that it is one of my favorites a classic and uh, I do understand everything that you're saying Tim and everything you said Joshua about the ending being come on you didn't need to do that but I love it so much because of the production value because of the performance because of how they executed this and I will also wanted to add that if you don't understand that there is a huge difference between actors and great actors, mm-hmm. and there's a reason that Cary Grant is considered a great actor. And there it is. He took something that could have failed and put it on his back. And the uh, woman Kathy played, Lewis, Kathy and Lewis and were yeah, just I they, they were just know, I thought she was all amazing. Of, all of them were so fantastic. And. There are a lot of people that are just are good actors, and they do great work. And then there's that. It's three of them sitting right here. <laughs> right, right. We're fine. But th- that is that moment we realize, yeah, that's a whole other level. It is an amazing thing of
1: the husband and wife. You follow them almost in real time from frustrated, stuck in traffic, normal day, to we killed a person. <laughs> and you, you take every step with
0: them, and, and you believe it. Yep right donald thank you so much for your uh, request we really appreciate it and tim tell them things hey please go visit dot com.
1: you'll find other episodes of this podcast many other episodes you'll also find other information about uh, our live shows while you're there you can leave us a comment you can send us a message
2: make a listener request if you like you can also uh, find links to our facebook page and our instagram account You can also uh, support this podcast by going to patreon.com slash themorals. You'll find all sorts of fun rewards at different uh, support levels, including a members-only podcast called The Secrets of the Mysterious Old Radio. We appreciate any and all support you can give us, including... Going to iTunes and writing review. We like that too. Thank you to everyone who already has uh, donated to the Patreon page and has written a review on the iTunes or just sat alone in your room listening to this. That's <laughs> awesome
0: too. <laughs> Next time is Tim's pick, and he'll be doing another listener request from Ashley, an episode of Nightfall called The Assassin's Game. Until then. Look out! I'm not a magician, lady. I can't make gasoline out of
5: rain. Oh. Insanity runs in my family. Oh, It practically
4: gallops.